Big Rick Podcast. The best of the biggest interviews from Big Rick in the Morning on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See more info now at onairwithrick.com. Hey, before we get started on all the serious stuff, it's been like two months, Senator. I am missing sports and uh, missing some baseball, too. Who's the team that you root for? Well, not surprisingly, I've become a Nats fan. But uh, we ought to talk about baseball on the air because I called the baseball commission a couple of weeks ago. And I think your listeners might be interested in that uh, conversation. Anything, any details that you can spill out to us right now about that conversation? Uh, it's all still speculative, but I can tell you what they're discussing. And uh, I think your listeners, if they're craving sports like you and I are, are probably going to be interested in it. Okay. Okay. Um, do you know when baseball might start back up by any chance? They were, I think they're shooting for July 4th. There haven't been any announcements yet. This is just, I can just discuss what I know they're discussing. Okay. Well, let's talk about the town hall that you recently just uh, held with uh, the Kentucky Attorney General and some other notable folks. Tell us more about what was on that town hall real quick. Yeah, well, yesterday, the Attorney General, Daniel Chairman, uh, the Agriculture Commissioner, Ryan Quarles, and Dr. Newman from the UK, who's their chief health official, and I had a a telephone town hall meeting with up to 70 uh, seniors to talk about the COVID-19 and the challenge we all face and uh, how much we've been doing to try to get us past this. As you know, the, uh, the CARES Act was written in my office. It passed unanimously in the Senate. It uh, Kentucky's received about $3 billion in emergency relief, much of it, small business loans uh, to 24,000 small businesses. And then we've, we've also received $2.3 billion directly to families through these IRS uh, checks. So we're trying to, uh, to stabilize this economy as much as we can until we get this pandemic in the rearview mirror, ultimately. The only thing that will finally save the economy, obviously, is getting back to normal. And I'm thinking, I'm glad they're beginning to take some steps in that direction at home in Kentucky. A big decision made at the state level is to allow the hospitals to do elective surgery again. Uh, clearly, we ended up not having as big a COVID-19 caseload as was anticipated. And when hospitals gave up elective surgery, they gave up the only kind of health care they make any money on. They uh, lose money on Medicare and Medicaid. So that was causing a double uh, dip in hospital revenue all across the state. Apparently that's about to be ended. That's good news. And I hope we're beginning to take some steps in the direction of opening up our economy uh, at, at, in Kentucky and around the country consistent with the uh, the healthcare health safety guidance we've been given by healthcare professionals. So um, you recently, of course, it, w- there's so many folks who are going to raise their eyebrows when you talk about bailing out states. And uh, you made the comment about letting states go bankrupt. Of course, a lot of that got twisted up, I think. Uh, I think what you meant by that was we weren't going to bail out states for pre-existing problems before COVID-19. With that being said, uh, you secured $3 billion for the state of Kentucky 
out of the CARES Act. Can you tell us what that money is going towards, and does that help local governments too? Yeah, it does. Uh, we, at the national level, we have already in the CARES Act sent $150 billion down to state and local government. If you're not a city above 500000 we only have one, a Louisville. That money is funneled through Frankfurt. So I've been hearing from local officials all over the state. They're anxious for the governor and the state administration to begin to send that money on through to the localities because they are hurting. Uh, we may well do another um, rescue package, uh, and it will include, in all likelihood, additional funds for state and local government. What I have said, though, is that we need to protect uh, the public from the trial lawyers who are waiting to sue everybody involved in the effort to open up the economy, the, uh, the doctors, the hospitals, uh, the nurses, the businesses that will have to <clears throat> be brave enough to, to open up again. So the next package is going to have to include uh, liability limitations for those uh, dealing with the coronavirus uh, pandemic. Otherwise, we'd have a hard time ever getting back to normal. Senator, I'd like to ask you, 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 you've talked about maybe an additional rescue package. Can Americans maybe expect or see another stimulus check coming their way as we reopen the economy, or is that just a one-and-done deal? Yeah, we'll have to see uh, how much additionally we need to do directly. The states and localities are still lobbying for more, and we may well pass an additional package for them. We don't know how long the small business money that we we've done two tranches uh, we're close to a trillion dollars and quickly the second tranche of 310 billion that we did just a, uh, a little over a week ago see how long that lasts so we have to sort of see where we are as we move along here i think americans are looking for signs of getting back to normal so um one of the things you and i were talking about before we got on the air was uh, call I made to the commissioner of baseball a couple of weeks ago saying America needs, yes, needs baseball. Yeah. <laughs> we need it and so think, bad. <laughs> yeah. We, we need, we need baseball and, uh, and football in the fall as well. But I, I think what the major leagues are thinking about is and talking to the players union about is about having a, about a half a season, uh, beginning uh, around the 4th of July. And the games might well all be played at the spring training sites in Arizona and Florida or to either empty or sparsely attended uh, stadiums in, in, the, in the home cities. But in any event, if we get it on TV, it would allow us to begin to, to enjoy something we really, really missed this year and have never missed before. So these kinds of signs of life, I think, are just around the corner and hopefully we're beginning to see the light at the end of the tunnel here so America can get back up and get working and participating in the things we enjoy doing. That is very encouraging, Senator. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you about the religious liberty issue that we're having with this and drive-in churches is one issue that's been brought up a lot. Are you for this? And when would you like to see this start happening? I'm very much in favor of it. In fact, there was a lawsuit in, in Louisville. The mayor up there decided uh, to clamp down on what what would be called drive-in services where people come to the parking lot and are properly distanced and um, 
comply with CDC guidelines. And so the church took them to court and uh, the federal district judge up in Louisville ruled against the city and in favor of the church saying that any effort to squash uh, going to church provided that people were complying with the CDC guidelines was a violation of religious freedom in the First Amendment. And if you think about it, there are lines of people in the parking lots in front of Walmart and, and Lowe's and um, people going to pick up food and all the rest. The judge made a correct decision. I had written the mayor expressing my opposition to what he had done before the lawsuit. But the judge did the right thing, and those folks are up worshiping again, consistent with uh, CDC guidelines. That's yeah, uh, that's very good news. I'm I'm in favor of this. Also, I you actually <clears throat> echoed my, my thoughts a few days ago when I saw the Kroger parking lot full. But I'm like, but I can't go drive to church and and watch a sermon. So I think that's uh, that's encouraging news that we're going to get back to normal in that way as well. Uh, finally, I want to ask you about your coronavirus response portal on your website. Can you tell us a little bit about that, please? Yeah. yeah. McConnell.senate.gov is our website, and there's a portal there, uh, a coronavirus response portal for anybody that still has questions after all of these briefings we've all seen on television. It's a further way to kind of bore down for more information. So I would encourage people to go to that website and take a look. Okay. Uh, finally, as we do on every State of the State segment, we give you a sound off uh, a segment real quick at the end. And to let you just send your own message out to your constituents right here in South Central and Western Kentucky. Uh, what do you have to say to everybody out there this morning? Hang in there, Kentucky. We're going to get through this pandemic. We're going to get back to normal and enjoy the lifestyle that we've always had in this country. Senator Mitch McConnell on the phone line with us. Sir, thank you for coming back on our show, and I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Big Rick Podcast. Remember to subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See exclusive video interviews and content now with the Big Rick in the Morning YouTube channel. Subscribe now at onairwithrick.com.